has been a couple of minutes it's since the few. last Complete Inbox oh, podcast. Like a whole collection of them. So many minutes. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, we're under a national threat of flu. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We've had a few people drop out of the Democratic presidential race. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're finally down to a reasonable number at this point, right? Yeah. And Tulsi Gabbard is still there. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's a treat. Uh, um so yeah complete box podcast uh phil we always start with the uh the inevitable how have you been man what have you been up to i've been great actually man uh yeah things have been going good so i guess since the last time i talked to you um workplace has changed a little bit i'm now um in a different area at work i'm on the like the reporting and analytics team side of it all right which is uh pretty great i don't like not knowing something you know what I mean? Is that part where, like, <laughs> I hate being the, the guy, the weakest link on the team kind of things. I just don't know shit yet. But right. uh, it's coming together finally. I've been doing this for uh, just actually like a month today. So um, started back in February. So, yeah, it's it's coming along. Good, good. Uh, and did that come with, like, a promotion? Is it a promotion? Is that what this is? Yeah, it is a pretty nice one. Yeah, dude. Heck yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And how's the new house? It's doing great. Um, we're going to – we're really starting to – take a look at what we want to do this year on it i think we're gonna have somebody come out and clean out the gutters and get some of those damn uh gutter guards or whatever the hell they're called leaf guards put on them because uh they're, oh, yeah. they're just way too high up dude you'd have to get one of those ladders on ropes <laughs> to like suspend it up and i don't feel like messing with oh that. my god yeah no thank you right we've got those on we don't have a ranch house but like uh we've got those gutter guards and it's everything yeah man it's exactly everything. We're even good, looking man. at like goddamn awnings and shit at this point, motorized. Like, what are those? What are those things they used to put on old timers, like news shows for commercials? Sun, sun, something. <laughs> oh, the awnings. Yeah, man. For like, you just hit a button and they come out. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's my life. Is now I'm looking. I'm shopping for goddamn old timers digital awnings. By yeah, Fillers. they don't. Sh- nobody on those commercials is under the age of fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Wilford Brimley pushing awnings these days. <laughs> Turn Hell your yeah. house into a camper with Ugh. Wilford Brimley's super awning. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Stuff. So How good. have you been, man? Uh, dude, it's it's been pretty good. Um, just got back from NYC. Yeah. Uh, a little conferencing up there. Uh, and it's been a little touch and go with the travel and the universities and everything with the coronavirus. Yeah. And so it's gotten uh, kind of real suddenly in the last uh, couple weeks here. It's uh, it's actually gotten more real this week because right. uh, a couple of the universities in Indiana have already um, they're suspending classes. Yikes! Uh, so IU, Indiana University, and Purdue have um, essentially moved to an online model. So spring break starts uh, for a lot of universities next week, and we're the week after that uh, at Indiana State, um, and then we. Um, yeah, we I mean we're we don't have we have, nothing's happened to us yet. So we haven't had like any bans or anything like that other than like international travel's been suspended. Um I think they advised all students who were currently doing uh study abroad programs they come home. Uh we had one student refuse to come home. Uh and so she's staying <laughs> in Italy. She's staying in Italy for the time being. Um <laughs> She's yeah. like, I'm not giving up this once in a lifetime opportunity. And so they did her feature on her in the paper, which is, you know, that's I how get you it. do it. Yeah. I get it. You know, um, so we're just kind of waiting the next steps here for our university. We think the dominoes are falling and that uh, will end up. I'll end up having to essentially teach my class on Twitch. I think I've, I've kind of got a plan on how I'm going to teach the rest of my courses for this semester. Yeah. If we have to do it all like online. And I think I'm just going to do some. Because I don't really do lectures. Uh, well, not in this class. This is a production class. Of course you don't do lectures, dude. Um, I mean, I do lectures, but in this class, I don't do a lot of lectures. Oh, more, I see what you're saying. I just figured you would just roll in with like a coffee cup and your robe on. Be like, hey, everybody, who's here to learn? <laughs> who's here to learn? All right, watch this YouTube video and learn. <laughs> um, no, we do a lot. We're production heavy in the class. So some days it's like, okay, we're working on this long project. You guys are creating a logo. And another day it's like, okay, like I had another plan, but here's what I want you to create instead. We're getting ready to start doing some after effects stuff in class tomorrow. I think that's still a go. Um, but you know, if that's the case, I don't have to start doing some stuff, um, on Twitch and we'll see how that goes. But, Man, it's crazy. 
Yeah, it, it's just these. Do- it's just the last couple of days that these dominoes have fell, and um, conferences are getting canceled. That you know they saw you saw they canceled South by Southwest Music Festival. Coachella is yeah. being moved, and man, it's hot in these streets. <laughs> it is the the virus is real. Yeah, it's it gone really viral, is. dude. I don't even know what to think because I'm thinking of it like, well, this is a gross overreaction, but also at the same time, it's like, well, dude, I mean, we're a cesspool. Yeah, right. At schools. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> for sure. I think that, like, I get it's kind of both, right? Where it's, it's gone, it's like really gone insane. But I think the reason it has is it's true. I don't know that this, and certainly it's not any deadlier than normal influenza right at least the numbers don't spell that out yeah it's but just that there's there's no vaccine for it right now that's the exactly there's no real treatment for it so it's one of those things where hey i mean at the same time a lot of people who work in these fields these medical fields and they deal with contagious diseases they're like well hey we'd be cool if everybody chilled out on doing this shit during normal flu seasons too because ultimately it's not a good a lot of people just think well it's not going to kill me i don't need the vaccine the same right. kind of go how they feel about coronavirus. No, it's it's never about that. What it's about yeah. is you spreading it around and people's grandparents catch it and die or some kids who are fighting cancer and they're on different anti-immunal, you know, things that have compromised immune systems and just really sad stuff where, you know, no, it's, it's hardly ever, the vaccines are hardly ever really should be looked at like it's about you. It's more just to keep society happier. And so I think yeah. that's kind of where they're at with this whole yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, if, if you try to, you know, if you can, if you can do what you can to sort of like... Uh, Everybody eliminate the spread a little bit it's yeah, gonna be right. helpful in the long run and I, what does suck though is especially for say students who may be homeless right yeah right that's a problem uh you know that they they, they can't go to school to get their meal you know what i mean like that is oh i know dude right with the closing of schools no you're totally right the yeah you're absolutely right with the first and so uh, there's i understand like programs. it takes a like sure it's easier to say yeah we're closing down but i mean there's a lot that goes into it so. and just you know kids got to be watched and people can't yeah. take time away from work it's a real mess yeah yeah so it's uh we'll see how it goes uh like some universities are still allowing students to live in the dorms um yeah but uh, I think they're suggesting a lot of people just go home. Right. And uh, the universities in Indiana haven't said this yet, but there's other universities that have just said, yo, school's not happening the rest of the semester. Like, that's it. We're done. So it's See, uh, this is great. See, like right now, like, you know, we think about we could have been doing this show during Y2K and you and I could have had an episode where we spent the first seven minutes, 45 <laughs> seconds talking about Y2K. Yeah. Now and we're health gonna... professionals. That's right. So here we are. This was the, this is the coronavirus episode of complete and box podcast. This is a, uh, this dates it, you know, everybody's remember, remember where you were when you listened to Rich and Phil talk about coronavirus. Like it's yeah, going to be oh a really God. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It will go viral because of the virus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my exactly, God. Exactly, dude. Yeah, dude. This is welcome to the complete and flu podcast. <laughs> Uh, where you can count on us to give you a correct diagnosis on uh, whatever you want. When we do take this show live and we start doing this like live on Twitch or whatever, we should mm-hmm. definitely take like questions like on the fly and they ask a non-doctor a doctor-related question. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Good idea. Good. Uh, okay, dude. Let's, do you want to get started on this or do you want to talk about my bachelor party? Because, I mean, I can go either way. <laughs> I think we should talk about the bachelor party for a minute. Why not? All right. Um. So, do you like the plan? Yeah, I think it sounds great, man. Should we tell the people the plan right now? I would. Lay it on them. <laughs> Let them know. Yes, um, tell it. Tell it. So, everybody knows in the circle that I loves me some gambling. I loves me some Las Vegas. Big fan. And while I would love to go to Vegas for a bachelor party, don't get me wrong, but I really just want to like do stupid stuff with you guys, like with everybody in mind, right? Like it's got, it can't be that easy for you, especially to like get away and be like, yeah, I'm off to Vegas for the weekend here, you know, watch the kids and the dog. You know what I mean? Like I can't yeah. imagine right. it's that easy for you to get away. So I kept that in mind, but I think I got a good weekend plan. And of course I I'm doing so a whole too, weekend man. because that's me and that's how I want to roll where we're going to spend the night basically at an arcade and do some putt putt the next day, do some gambling, some dinners, some drinking, and I'm really ex- like I cannot wait. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna party. be good. It's gonna be a great time, man. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm really excited for you to bring your. If I mean, I understand if you don't want to bring it. No, it's if you want to bring your, if you want to bring your it's VR rig, a, I think sure that thing, would be dude. that would be the highlight. That'd be the great like nightcap. Oh yeah, no, I'm excited about it. And then what's awesome is by then that uh, Half Life Alex game 
is going to be out. And so we'll see how that looks on a headset. I'll be on the lower side of power, right, for different uh, PCs and VR rigs that will be running it. Yeah. Um, my shit's a little old at this point, but it'll run it, as at least from what I'm seeing so far. I guess I don't know that for sure. It comes out here in about two weeks, but or maybe about three weeks. But, um, yeah, it's. I just need to add a little bit of RAM to it, so I'm going to be out like something nothing, like 35 bucks, because I've only okay. got 8 gigs as it is, which has been oh. fine, right? Yeah, yeah been you got fine. A, you dude, sixteen's now the thing. Yeah, exactly. So I'll get up to sixteen for like another thirty-five <laughs> bucks. That's nothing. And then, because uh, most of the computing power is offloaded onto the video card these days. Yeah. So what I kind was of video kind of card shocked. Have? It's like a GTX ten seventy. Okay, that's so still a good card. It's very good. Yeah, it's it's like I didn't want to spend when I bought it. It was like four hundred bucks. I didn't want to spend like, you know, six hundred or seven hundred for the next thing up that ten eighty or the ten eighty Ti, but. Um, yeah, now the 1070, it's not bad. 1060 is at the bottom pretty much at this point for what you can do with VR. So I'm still, still in the middle, but, uh, I'm hoping to get a couple more years out of it before I might have to start replacing some parts here and there. Yeah. Uh, I could talk PCs with you now cause I just built my own. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like How's I've got going? my own little, it's great. Oh my God. It's awesome. Good. Got the RX 20 or the, the, uh, R25, 2600, the AMD 2600. It's got six cores and 12 threads. There you go. Got 16 gigs of RAM. I'm rocking an RX 590. Um, it's an Athlon video card. It's a Sapphire, so it's uh, pretty good. I've never I had an AMD-powered machine. It's, I've always gone Intel, and I, it's not to say that I know for sure one's better than the other. I just uh, It used to be that way like a long time ago, and I, for all I know right now, they're very comparable, or even AMD's better for the price. You know, I know that AMD is generally seen as more affordable so. yeah one of the things that i looked at like i watched a hundred million youtube videos on how to build this mm-hmm. and one of the things they kept saying was price to performance ratio right and so right. like i wanted to get this machine built for under like 800 bucks and i accomplished that yep so Good. i'm very happy dude like i couldn't be happy with this thing i've got a south state drive and i've got like a two terabyte just uh regular drive in there too so same thing how big is your solid state uh 500 gig Oh, I wish I had 500, dude. That that VR, like, it basically a, requires it. A, and uh, I'm only got M.2. 250. Mine's yeah, that's M.2. what I've got. Yep, straight into the motherboard, exactly. Yep, it's great. Yep. And then I yeah. just have a me- mechanical drive, a two terabyte Seagate for my, uh, yeah, for my games and storage and stuff like that. But I'm very happy, dude. This thing boots up like a dream. Right. Uh, oh, isn't that I funny? Can... I forgot what it was like before SSDs in terms of starting up a computer. This shit will reboot in like 10, yeah, 15 this seconds. Thing <laughs> ends. I have that's no problem awesome. streaming and gaming at the same time. It's pretty great. That's great, dude. Awesome. Well, good. Very happy. All right, let's let's get into this thing. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's crack it open. This. All right, let's blow Phil, this thing apart. Here's the thing: is um, you actually made the outline this week? I did. I kind of went all in, and I love it. Like, oh, good. I was because I've been busy, man. Work has just been hammering me, right? Sure, dude. And so I was like, okay, well, let's go ahead and let's start an outline. And I went in, and it's like, well, Phil's already got it done. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. Why no, don't we pl- start with what today is? Today's March 10th. Oh, you're right. It's goddamn Mario Day. It's Mario Day, man. Mar 10. Mario Day. Mar 10. Mar 10. Yeah. I actually you like know? this. I like Mario Day. I'm into Do you? it. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's a total gimmick, but it. I mean, Mario is like a big part of my life. So no, I'll fair enough. It. Okay. So I'll say this. I think the idea of Mario Day is cool. If the extent of it is that it reminds people that Mario exists, I'm down. It's when, like this link I got here, you get some goofy shit that shows up. <laughs> like Levi's Jeans partners up with Nintendo to make Super Mario pants, I guess. <laughs> um, like... This is just some silly shit. Like they even got pictures of it here and it's just people wearing like denim tuxedos, but down the sleeves are like fire flowers and invincibility stars. And yeah, I'm would you like, rock this denim jacket though? A fucking course I wouldn't. You would, no, you man. would not rock that jacket. No, dude. No, hell no. I mean, okay. listen, get me All like right. a, I'll meet you in the middle. How about I rock a captain N jacket? I don't know. I can't do That'd be sweet. I can't do like coins <laughs> coin patches and stars on my shoulders and on my wrists it's like it just looks weird 
I don't know how to place it. I think what I'm also imagine off by buying, is, going out of your way to spend like a hundred dollars on this. Oh, uh, at least, dude. I bet it's for just, a pair of like Levi's that look like normal Levi's, but you know what they got on them? The a, Mario logo, a different leather tag, Super on Mario trademark. Yeah, uh, I bet this has just been co-opted by like misguided hype beasts for sure. Like you know, <laughs> people just like I'm tired of Supreme this week. I'm gonna fucking hook it up with some <laughs> Mario pants. From Levi's. These are straight heat, man. These are some heat. They are they are heat in the street, no question. Uh, so, fun fact: I'm still like catching up with terms like hype beast. Right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I learned that yeah, this semester when a student said specifically that he was not a hype beast, and I was like, <laughs> "What a relief!" I had to, I had to Google what a hype beast was, and so it, hype beast is basically you're just not you're not fake. You're like really into like whatever like if you're into shoes right let's say you're a shoe you're a sneaker head uh, um the so hype beast is somebody who's like um they rep a brand just because or something like i don't know but yeah i got a different understanding i thought hype beast was really just kind of like silly like dedication to a brand generally into very limited release like they don't make a lot like you can't just get an infinite supply of one item they're they very much drip like a slow drip out and it's often been associated with that clothing brand supreme where you're going to get this shirt in this color in this or these sneaks in that or this hat in that but right. they're only going to give it out at a pop-up in fucking la between fucking two days and like on a fucking thursday and a wednesday or you know like just nothing weird but because they go out of the way to make it like uh you know the supply low they got a bunch of idiots living in their parents' houses still working two jobs so they can save up and pay $70 for a pair of fucking hard-to-find underwear. Like, it's just, right. it's weird. Yeah. So let me give you the definition on Urban Dictionary. Okay. Hype, I'm going to tell you this right now. This has been the number one definition, okay? This is the top definition on Urban Dictionary. This is from 2006. Jesus. So this is how That's far behind we are in hype thing a hype beast is a kid that collects clothing shoes and accessories for the sole purpose of impressing others although the individual may not have a dime to their name they like to front like they're making far more than everybody else (laughs) equipped with mommy's credit card the hype beast (laughs) will try his hardest to make sure he has every pair of nikes he saw jay-z wearing on 106 in park now is that still a show that's excellent no i don't know that it is i would say that i want to give myself a high five because i I did not read that definition first, but I pretty much fucking nailed it. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't even want to read this using a sentence. Oh boy, uh, I get it. Oh, okay. The kid you see waiting ten hours in line for the news garbage, Bape is putting out. That's hype beast. <laughs> I don't know what Bape is. I don't know what now Bape gotta, is. It's probably from 2006. Uh, bathing ape. Bape is abbreviation for bathing ape. Oh, oh it's well, a Japanese now I, now I clothing know what it is. company found about. Okay, all right. No, I don't know what it is. I'm just. Around. Okay. I had to be clear when she said Japanese because people would be like, well, maybe Phil does. He knows a lot of silly, useless shit about Japan. You do. You are a weeb. I agree. So... Yeah. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Pretty much true. I, uh, you have a waifu and everything. <laughs> I don't Ooh. know about that. Ooh, woo. I don't, I'm afraid I don't Ow, have a waifu. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dude, that's, that's enough of a hype piece. I'm going okay, to have so... fucking nightmares over those sounds, but go ahead. We'll, so you are not a Super Mario hype piece. Like, you're not going to go. I am not. And... All right, Hell no. Enough. I I think okay. that yeah, it's kind of like uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's I think that the I, I think Super Mario is a very important thing. I think some great games out there. I think this almost detracts. It's nah. Oh well, I don't even know how to articulate it. Fuck it, let's move on. It sucks. I'm being a hater. It didn't well, matter. Let's sell next year. Let's celebrate 50 years of hype beast. Yeah, <laughs> 15 years of hype beast. <laughs> do it uh and so another story we were getting ready so my students and i went to new york for this conference and i had a couple of kids who are shoe uh, sneaker heads okay and he's like rich he's like i bet growing up you had some serious heat on your feet and i'm like what <laughs> like what do you mean and he's like i mean you grew up in like the area of jordans like you had some heat <laughs> I was like, well i mean i did have a pair of jordans um, uh, I couldn't tell you what the name they were. I just know they were, they had like purple and stuff on them. And so I'm definitely, I'm like, I love shoes, but I'm not a sneakerhead. Like nobody's going to like no, confuse no. me, but I do love shoes. Don't get Dude, me wrong, but 
uh, having known you as long as I've known you, <laughs> during the Air Jordan age, the heat on Rich's feet were straight up, like, had been worn so long, they formed exactly to, like, every inch of your foot, <laughs> Doc Martens. Like, I remember just slipping those yeah. things on to, like, sneak out for a cigarette in winter, you know, back in your apartment or something. And I'd be like, this hurts to wear because it's a different Doc shape Hardy's of a are, foot. Yeah. Like, you had, you had dents where your toes went in those mm-hmm. fucking shoes. Yeah, those were my shoes, man. They were definitely your shoes. Hard. It was like Cinderella. Like, nobody else could have worn those shoes. You were definitely the princess when you slipped that Doc Martin on your foot. It clicked in place. It's perfect. Those are my silver tab jeans, son. <laughs> yeah, dude. Back oh, in the man. days when jeans came with a free sampler CD. Oh, Back when the weed times. Was grass. Back when weed was grass, dude. <laughs> oh, for sure. So this leads. So okay. So we're out on the like Mario Day. We're we're okay with. Or I'm okay with Mario Day. You're yeah. not okay with the Levi's, right? No, exactly. You got a, pro- you got a problem with Levi's. I got so, a problem with that. So, what do you feel like? So we know that video games branch off into other things, or like. Yeah. Movies will branch off in the video games. Right. Sometimes uh, the other way around, right? Vice versa, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes they exist just for the sole purpose of selling shit, right? Exactly. And so let's talk about video games. Right. So, yeah. Let's I talk kinda, about – yeah, you made a little list here. I kind of made a little list. I was thinking about, hey, so sometimes these partnerships, video game tie-ins, right, they, they can go well. And I'm thinking, uh, you know, probably the big one everybody would know offhand that – Everybody played was that Goldeneye game. I wasn't very good at it, but I'll give credit where it's due. But even Yo, some like if big... Josh Husky ever listens <laughs> to this, <laughs> exactly, dude. Josh Husky, if you're out there and you've somehow found this podcast, I hate you forever mm. because of this game. Yeah, man, he's good at spawn. It sure. No, he wasn't good. He was spawn jacking all over the place. He just he played it <laughs> so much. He just knew where you would spawn and come up and just cap you when you didn't have a gun. Yeah, that's I, I mean that that's kind of good. I mean, I'm not saying it's fun to yeah, play. Yeah, okay, I get. I just didn't play it enough. I get it. No, no, I, I'm with you though. I don't like. That's why I didn't like it. But there that's were people. That's an iconic game. But if so... you're a spawn jacker against a spawn jacker, that's some competition, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just on a different level. Yeah. Who uh, like who was the cheater? Like odd job, right? Like the odd job yeah. was the one that people had a problem with. I think so. See, I only liked to play it when it was one hit. Uh, the golden gun i liked playing yeah golden i felt gun. i me too because i felt like that leveled the playing field it did because my problem was i could never keep a bead on anybody you know i could never keep yeah. it targeted as they're moving around and like just filling them full of lead I, I could pull off one shot and then boom they just juke to the side and i can't catch them so now i was garbage at that game and then it turned me off honestly of like first person shooters basically forever i've never gotten good at them never played Same. never got into halo never got into call of duty i just it's not my shit you don't want to play the Fortnite? Nope, never got in Fortnite. It all starts there. And isn't Fortnite third person or no? Or is it? First? Yeah, it's a th- it's third person. But still, even then, I never got into that. Either. I just can't. Yeah. Give me, give me. I want to run left and right and jump from bricks to clouds. Give me that shit. Yeah, give me the platformers all day. I'm with yeah, you, buddy. I okay. like platform. Fair all enough. Right. All right, so Gold Knight is a win. Gold Knight is a win. Um, yeah, change gaming was a huge hit. So then you got shit like Batman for NES. Everybody, if you're in an NES library. It's taken off of the Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton, Batman movie. It's yeah. a good adaptation. It has shit all to do with the film, right? But yeah. it still is very playable. But it's a hell of a platformer. It's a good game. Exactly. It's a good platformer. It's by Sunsoft, and they know what they're doing. So you end up with a very playable game that conjures fond memories when you think about it. Um, yeah. Another couple good games that here, like I got a couple down here that just cracked me up that because they're that's like, all right, so Batman in a Golden Eye, those are normal tie-ins, right? Nothing surprising right. there. It's a yeah, movie. Yeah, because movies have been moving into games forever. Exactly. It's a gigantic property in the moment. Everybody wants a piece of it. Now you can get into some games that actually turn out pretty good but are just silly, like Mick Kids. They call it MC Kids, but we know it's Mick Kids. It's a goddamn McDonald's game Yeah. on it's NES. Kids. Yep. And that game, strangely, is I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's got people divided. I think as far as platforms go on the NES, it's really good, but there's also uh, obviously ones that are better than it. Yeah, I think people think, I mean, because it's hokey, right? And I think it's so you associate when you associate it with McDonald's and Grimace and (laughs) crap like that, you know, people are kind of like, well, this is stupid. But it's actually, it's a decent platform. It really is. Yeah, it's got great music. Same guy who did the music for fucking, oh, uh, Silver Surfer, that Fallen, Jeff Fallen guy is great. Some of his games and had the best. This is why Phil's system. on this podcast because That's he's right. the only one who knows that. 
Get out of here right now. Yeah, dude. Jeff Fallen, he did it. Did some good music on it. <laughs> um, but another one I thought that went well, that was probably even the weirdest one, is Yo Noi. So, goddamn Domino's, Domino's Pizza. Pizza. Right. They get a fucking, their mascot got a game that had no reason to exist. It had none. Like, I don't know what handshakes took place, but basically what it was, I don't know if you knew this either. So, um, that game, it's like Common no Ninja Hanamaru, I think is the name of it, over in Japan, which basically means like the masked ninja Hanamaru. It was a game that came out in Japan that is that exact game, except it's just got different graphics. But I'm talking like the level design, what you're jumping from and landing on, all that's the exact same. But and instead of it being a, a yo-yo or whatever the hell it is that, yeah, that's what it is. It, you don't know he throws. This guy's got a, like a bird on his shoulder that has come out and like attack Ka-ka. in front of you. Yeah, exactly. So they didn't know what the hell to do with that. They knew it wasn't going to really localize very well in the U.S. And somehow, I don't know who got fucking Domino's Pizza in touch with uh, Capcom, but they just said, you know, well, <laughs> what if we just flip this around and now we just do it with your pizza weirdo that gets, gets scares kids on TV all day. It's claymation. Yeah, what's he going to attack with? He's got he's going to use a bird? No, that's uh, 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 yo-yo. Yeah, uh, yo-yo. Like, it's just that game makes no sense at all, but it's still it's just such a fun-ass game to play. Yo, no, so, so that's on the do playlist. I think so, yeah. I just think it's a weird-ass, silly-ass video game tie-in, but at least it went right. Right. Okay, so then, where does it go wrong? It goes wrong all, way, all over the place. So the first thing I thought of was there is like a goddamn Pac-Man fever song. That came Pac-Man out in the 80s. Fever. Oh, it's horrible, dude. It's horrible. Um, just shit like that. Like a lot of little crappy stuff like that. As far as movie tie-ins that were garbage. Um, if I you could recommend... find that on vinyl for me, mm-hmm. I would love to have Pac-Man Fever on vinyl. What if but I, I don't want to get... like, I don't want to buy it on eBay though. Like I want to find it in the wild and experience it. <laughs> Fair enough. Just feel that, that rush of life wash over you. Cause you found it in a, like a goddamn, uh salvation army or something flea market or whatever yeah and i don't want it new like i want it beat up and i want some like <laughs> i like i want it i want it to be bit. denise's copy of pac-man <laughs> fever <laughs> somebody's got their name scribbled on it yeah like exactly denise. dude oh no i hope so i you know what i can do i'll see if i can find that and while i'm at it i'll see if i can find the motion picture soundtrack to the movie joysticks and uh get you that <laughs> on vinyl too holy shit is that actually on wait is Pac-Man Fever in Joysticks? It has I to hope, be, right? It should be. I, I think, don't remember. I don't know, but it actually it probably isn't because that is filthy. Before I forget, but, before yes. I forget, I'm 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 jumping in here. Okay. Yeah. So you remember the uh, the documentary Chasing Ghosts, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the one about the arcade people and the records and stuff like that, right? Oh yeah, old boy with his Billy bogus Mitchell. ass record and his yeah. Traxxer record. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I rewatched it, but I watched it on Amazon Prime because I was in like a mood where I was just chilling. I think Ellen was out of town. I was just like, hey, I'm going to watch every video game documentary I can think of. So I watched like awesome. Uh, I watched I watched a new one from Pat the NS Punk, which was really good. Um, OK, it's a, it's um, what's it called? Uh, video. It's called like a video game store documentary. It's like a bunch of uh, video game store owners talking about like how it's evolved and stuff like that. It's really good. Um, okay. It's really well shot, too. And then I watched uh, King of Kong. Did you do the uh, ecstasy of whatever it was, that Tetris one? I know. I, I got, dude, I, I love, love that, that one. one too. Me too. Yeah, it's good. Old, old Thor. Yes. Um, <laughs> but then I got the Chasing Ghost. I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen this in a while. I'm excited. I can't wait to see Robert Mircheck show off his like naked lady paintings. Like, oh my god, great. that's right. His Frank Frazetta photos or paintings or whatever the hell they were. Dude, dude. Yeah, they, they cut that out. out. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. They so cut bad, it out, dude. and not only that, they cut out the actual like music too. Like oh. so, they had the, they rescored it essentially. Uh, and I wonder if they got in trouble copywriting with some of the music. So like, yeah, I'm sure you know, they had like Boston was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Billy Squires' Stroke was in there, and I was really bummed out because I was like, this it kind of makes the but I agree. And I was like in the middle of doing dishes, and it was kind of on the background. I've seen it so many times, like essentially just reset it word for word, but I'm like. Where's Robert Mircheck? Like, right. I want to know, like, this is Christopher Lambert. Like, I want that part. That's my <laughs> favorite part. And he's showing you nothing but oh, naked ladies. And whoever so edited that weird. movie knew that they just had to throw that in there. It's, it's like, ah, uh, 
Yeah, so dude, that's upset. really frustrating. I bet they probably had a very limited agreement, right? With they can only license it for this long and on this medium. And then when it came around to get digital distribution, some people were like, well, shit, Netflix is dollar signs, right? Give me this cut, give me that cut. And they probably just couldn't do it. Yeah, I wonder if I can actually find like a cut. Like, I'm sure I can find the original cut. Like, I, oh, yeah, I'm I wonder sure if I can like, get it on it. a DVD or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just, it, it kind of got me thinking. So I, I apologize. Let's continue on where games went wrong. You got it. No, it's not a problem. So games that went wrong, dude, uh, it was a game in particular that I was so fucking excited to play. I remember as a kid and just was like devastated to get it home from the rental store and just like, God damn it. And it was Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. Did you ever play that on NES? Uh, I think I might like when I was younger, I may have tried, but it's like really hard to figure out. It's so hard to figure out. I did be the first level. It doesn't play well. It's just, I don't think anybody was like, oh man, that's one of my all-time favorite games. I can't, like, those couldn't have come out of anybody's fucking Because mouth. the grid with, like, the phone booth is, like, really difficult, right? That's hard enough. That's just to get there. You got to dial the right number to get to right the right era. And then, yeah, you got to jump your phone booth around from, like, bubble to bubble. And it's just spinning. And it's, it's almost like, uh, makes me think of that Donkey Kong Country, where you got to get the barrel spinning. You got to hit the button at the right time to shoot yep. out the right direction. It's like yep. that. So it's not impossible. You can get good at that. But it's when you get where you're going. Now you got this weird isometric view. And get you're, good. Oh, it's horrible. So fuck that game forever. It's no good. Um, one of my, a couple of my, also my my favorite SNES games just cracked me up because they were so bad. Was uh, One was Bay Bay's Kids. So I don't know how that, that came into being, except to just with cash grab. But that's one of the worst, I guess, what is a beat-em-up that could have ever been made. But it that was like, a fun show. Well, it was a movie, yeah, but it was all right. It was all right. I love but, BB's kids. Yeah, it was not Bebe's bad. BB's kids. All it right. was like the first, yeah, it was, it was all right. It was just, the movie was all right, but the game was just, it's impossible to play. But then did okay. you get a chance to get any time in on Shaq Fu? Oh, yeah, because that, that was the era where I Shaq was, could do no wrong. Well, right, but that's where I'm at on these tie-ins. Like, why did Shaq get a fucking Kung Fu fighting game? Because see, that's what he wanted, right? I hope so. Because, I mean, I can tell you right now, they came to check, hey, Shaq, we got an idea for a video game. And, and or maybe he, because he was involved in music, he's involved in movies, and he was just building his brand. <laughs> dude, he's, he's in his 20s, in right? He's involved and he's in probably music. like, what? Yeah, I, I he, dude, he was a, are you hey, serious? You didn't know hey, that? Hey, this Shaq, I just want to let you hear these new beats I put up. This Shaq. Wait, you didn't, no, you, did, you seriously Shaq. had no idea Shaq was a rapper? I had no idea Shaq was a rapper, dude. Hell no. Oh my God. Look up the song Phil Was My Father by Shaq. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Let's do it. I'll pull it up. Um, I mean, we won't let's do it after in the podcast, but everybody Yeah, at home, dude, look it up. Home. I can't Phil believe it. Shaq put out a number of albums, actually. Oh Maybe he did God, some of the Fooshnickens. Is it uh, called was... Biological Didn't Bother? Yeah. Oh, Phil, <laughs> Phil was my father because my <laughs> biological didn't bother. I can't believe you didn't know this. <laughs> nah, dude. Dude, that Shaq Fu. Uh, so the the CD, the album <sighs> Shaq Fu: Do Return was like the first actual compact disc that I owned. Oh wait, there's an album called Shaq Fu. Do Return, like it's like. <laughs> oh, you're right, dude. That's oh, the, dude, the first... album art. The album art on this fucking thing is so good. So that was that was CD number one for me, and CD number two <laughs> was Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg. No way, dude! That was my CD number one. I didn't even have a player yet. And the only reason why Shaq Fu was number one is because I opened it before I opened Snoop Doggy Dog. Oh, that's awesome, dude. But I'll we'll never call forget it. Typer it. First. That's great, dude. What was the first? So you got that as a present. What was the first CD you bought? The first CD I bought, it had been around the same time. So that would have been... Two short cocktails? That would have been one of them, probably. <laughs> My dad should have never let me get that. I um, love it. I'm glad he did. So many though, like I don't know, maybe a TLC album or something like that. Like there you go. It was the early to mid nineties, uh, but also like my dad had a very extensive collection of CDs already. Oh yeah, dude, and he actually I remember being kind of shocked that he had that. I don't know if he had it on vinyl or what, but it was sealed. It was like two live crew, bad as we want to be, or whatever the hell. The yeah, name of that album is. So like a lot of my music came from that. I would just you know swipe it from my pops. Right. That's how like I got into 311. That's how I got into LL Cool J. Like my dad had all this, like all That's these. That's a good CDs. taste of music, man, for a guy. No, man, my pops know? is jamming, dude. Seriously. Yeah, he was. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, I guess that was probably the uh, benefit of having like a young dad, you know? Right. Was that right. he was always on top of like the what's hot in music and now he's on top of what's hot in video games and he's in his fifties. So there you go. That's awesome. So yeah, Shaq yeah, Fu was terrible. Yeah. Is that worst terrible the, fighter? The game is terrible. I'm just, I didn't know that I had only just taken a nibble off of the insane mess that is Shaq Fu. Apparently, apparently our man Shaq is his ripple out from basketball went not only into other, you know, the silly place of video games, it went everywhere. So nope, I got some, I can't too. believe you did not know he was around. Oh, I'm going to look into it, dude. I'm going to be laughing my ass off. You did this a is terrible song. Funny shit. I cannot wait to check this out in a more detail, dude. Uh, I, I think I one, it. was like, one of the songs like, do you want me to pass it? No. <laughs> do you want me to shoot it? No. And it's like, do you want do me, you want to, me slam? to dunk it? Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Dude. Close <laughs> enough. Course, dude. Can't <laughs> fucking wait. He might. Awesome. I think he did a song with Aaron Carter, or Aaron Carter did a song about him. Oh, where it was no. like, "That's how I beat Shaq." Oh my god, dude. That's Listen. right. No, dude. That actually rings a bit of a bell. That's how I beat Shaq. Shaq was like my number, my favorite like athlete in the early nineties. Like, oh. loved Shaq. I had Shaq <laughs> posters on my wall. I should have been like a like the biggest Michael Jordan fan, but I wasn't. I was the biggest Shaquille O'Neal fan, dude. Whenever I think of Shaq, though, for some terrible ass reason, because I wasn't really watching basketball as a kid, I just I feel terrible. I had the, the guy's name on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. But the guy on Mad TV who just was sitting there with like one eye cockeyed to the side and just looking <laughs> in the camera, huh? This Shaq, yeah. like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Harry, uh, Harry Spears, something. Spears, Harry Harry Spears. Spears. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, dude. I just remember, whenever I think of Shaq, I just think of that. Oh, um, that's so funny. That's fucking great. No, it's, it's one last thing on Shaq done. Uh, you know what I did not know happened until, I mean, obviously it happened a long time ago, but I missed it, was him breaking the goddamn hoop at the Meadowlands, where he dunked yeah. so fucking hard and he broke the goddamn Dude was the reason they have extra hoops, you know what I mean? Exactly, like that dude, exactly. I was shocked. Monster. Dude was yeah, monster. delayed the game by like 20 minutes or some silly shit. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I, you, I just think it's funny that you can walk out on on the court like technical you can dunk so hard you just break the equipment you're like well everybody have to sit down have a drink of water just chill like i can't believe you don't get in fucking trouble for smashing the equipment that fucking hard oh you're gonna tell Shaq he's wrong yeah dude i'm sure the refs do that all the time when he'd fuck up in other ways to foul oh well fuck that's that's (laughs) that's that's Shaq got as much real estate phil does basketball yeah, right. I don't know. I'm the worst possible person to fucking ask on that sport. Put the ball in a hoop. Um, uh, okay. Okay. One thing I want to sneak in here before we end this uh, thing's gone wrong. Yeah. Um, you did you go see Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie? I did not, dude. I did not. I heard it was actually pretty good, strangely. Do you want my honest opinion on it? Uh, of course I do. Are you ready for this? Lay it on me, man. Okay. Here. It's bad. It's real. Bad. Oh, good. Okay, good. That's well, listen. That rings more true into like reality. And good. like Thank I you. went in it with with no expectations, but the story itself is hot garbage. Mm. However, however, really? here's the caveat, right? Okay. Here's the qualifier. But Sonic looked good. <laughs> Better than we've seen worse. Yeah, like... he didn't look like a rat. <laughs> he looked like a hedgehog. And Jim Carrey was good. That's what I heard. I heard Jim Carrey pretty much carried the film on his back. Definitely. And it was like, it was vintage Jim Carrey is what it was. Like the mask kind of just insane It was just like old physical comedy. Yeah. Like I, and that's, I appreciate about that. And it's like, you could tell you, he probably knew the the movie itself was going to be garbage, but he didn't care. He's like, I'm going to have fun. And he had fun. So at least that's how I felt. Well, good. I actually like James Marsden, too. You know, I don't have reason to dislike him. I guess I only like him because I really love Westworld. But whatever. yeah, speaking of which, that's starting up soon, too. So we'll have, we'll have the Westworld recaps coming up again. <laughs> that's right. Those will re-enter oh this God. podcast. Yeah. God damn. Can't wait. I'm sure everybody's on the edge of their seat. I'm gonna start. We're going to rename this podcast to 20% Video Game Talk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no Rest more. About, well, at least there's you... no more Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's out of the way. No, be like this point, I hope you this tune in this podcast if you're interested in conversations about Shaq, gutters, and grilling out, and maybe some video games here or there. I but. can't. Uh, I can't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. 
I still can't bring myself to watch Game of Thrones anymore. Like I'm just kind of done with it. Like Wait, I'm so glad to I watch what? Like I can't bring myself to watch like like I can't like go back to watch Game of Thrones anymore. Oh well, that's a relief, dude. I think once is enough. That's a lot of TV. But it was like it was like my favorite show, though. I mean, oh. So sometimes I just catch myself like rewatching like a few seasons, you know, just. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. I think if you were younger, sure. I mean, how many times did you watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy? All of the times. Like every weekend during the day, like on a Sunday, you would just be like, well, time to push play. And it'd already be in the fucking player. <laughs> You'd just be sitting there with a drumstick eating SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah. The fact that I'm still alive and functioning in society <laughs> and have like a good career with a suitable yeah. wife. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. Dude. We sometimes gotta... it takes a little, some people have their own path, you know? Yeah. We've been talking <laughs> about a bachelor party. We've been talking about, uh, yeah, dude, an official, podcast congratulations rich we we haven't actually talked since that all oh that have i not announced that i got engaged on this podcast? i don't think so right i don't think so i don't like that okay. on the last one we got engaged hey hey we're getting married in december we're getting married in december on a friday because we're conventional like that uh, good you got did you get your save the date i did it's on the fridge as it will belong got it. that's where they go we'll be sending out some formal invitations soon Awesome. Um, Ellen's going through and picking out the uh, ones that she likes best. She's thinking about, like, I don't know if I can say this or not, but she's thinking about getting uh, those invitations you can like essentially attach a postcard to. So you literally just fill out your information and just pop it in the mail. Right, dude. So there's no fuss, no muss. That's a fine way to do it. No question. So, all right. Are you, uh, we good on the games that got dude, it right and wrong as far so as? So good on the so good. video game partnerships of the world. Fuck all that. It's over. <laughs> and let's never make jeans with Mario's face on them again. Never ever. Would never. you be down with, would you be down with Mario Legos though? Yeah. Well I guess Oh don't click I that mean, link. Don't click that link. That's the wrong link. That's the link to a softball bat. No, you there you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, I'll tell you what, while you're digging out that link, one thing I did want to cover was uh I don't know if you saw that Nintendo PlayStation um, they had an auction. So actually, let me rewind this further back, but a lot of listeners um, aren't familiar. So a lot of people may not know is that PlayStation, Sony had actually partnered with Nintendo back in the Super Nintendo era to come out with a CD peripheral for the Super Nintendo. Or tentatively, right, maybe their next console. But the idea being that Sony would own the PlayStation, sorry, the, uh, the CD-ROM side, and Nintendo would own the whole uh, cartridge and its general console hardware side. And they were going to have this very lucrative agreement. They went to, was it like E3 or CES, whatever the hell uh, trade show it was. And then Nintendo basically left Sony at the altar and ditched them when they were supposed to have a big announcement and instead issued an announcement saying they were getting into bed with Philips for their CDI system. So we all know how well that worked. Yeah, uh, It brought some of the worst possible Nintendo IP games out. That Zelda yes. was fucking Wanda Gamelon or whatever the hell it was. And yes. just some really terrible games. So that was this gigantic fuck you to Sony. And it just kind of haunted them and stuck with them. But they'd already done all this work, right? Uh, Ken Kusaragi, I think the guy's name is, kind of considered the father of the PlayStation. He was the lead of that project. And so he went back to Sony and was like, fuck these guys. Like, we just need to get back into room with ourselves and just finish the system out and we'll just do our own hardware and we don't have to worry about just being some add-on peripheral we'll just go into direct competition and so it took some convincing on his part but obviously long story short we got a playstation 5 coming out <laughs> it's a big fucking deal mm. and uh it's a huge success so what had happened was during these trade shows or whatever there they might have made i don't even know how many there must have ever been manufactured but there was the Nintendo PlayStation, which is basically a Super Nintendo with a CD-ROM drive. So, I don't know, maybe like three or four years ago, some dude out east, I'm pretty sure, he his dad's got cancer, or he's sick, I don't know if it's necessarily cancer, but he's sick, and he's just kind of going through stuff to help him clean up, and he finds this device up in the attic, and his dad's like, oh yeah, I used to do work at some building, some tech building, and they were just throwing stuff out, and I was able to get that. And... 
the guy kind of does a little more research into it and he's like holy shit this is like a gigantic right and it's one yeah. thing to have like it's one thing to have like a piece of video game hardware right that's one of a kind that that happens you get some prototype carts you get some like systems that didn't quite make it or this or that but i just think it's the whole narrative too around this this device because it spawned the playstation it was this big moment where nintendo has probably been regretting its decision for like ever you know it was just it changed the video game landscape in such a huge way that it's just this really amazing piece of history beyond just video game history it's a piece of like uh, uh commerce history right so um he sent it off to this guy named ben heck who's a big uh like i don't know just a tinkerer he's for a long time he's been making consoles into like handhelds kind of like the very beginning of like ebay before ebay he had some videos out there of just him doing some really neat mods to uh hardware and video game hardware making pinball machines just all kinds of cool like little electro hardware stuff sure plays a mean pinball (laughs) they sent this system off to him and he got it working uh, cause it wasn't working off the bat. Um, but he was able to even get it to where it could read this and do all this shit. So the guy sat on it, got it appraised. I don't even know what it would have been appraised at. It's probably impossible to do cause it's just one off on its own, but not too long ago, he made an agreement to put it up for auction and, uh, the auction ran for pretty much all of January and February and the auction finally ended and it sold for $360,000. Yeah, which I thought was actually kind of low. I kind of did too, but at the same time, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where it doesn't have that much wider recognition, and it also doesn't have a library of games. It can't really do anything. It can, it can from like a hardware standpoint, you can know that it's reading a disc that it can't process, but it's better than just telling you CD error. I don't know. It's, I yeah. It's I think the big problem, right, is that your instinct, at least mine, is that I want to compare it to how much that Super Mario 1 cartridge went. Right. That, that cool million or whatever the hell it was. Yep. Yeah. So um, I think if you if you take that out, if you were to remove some of these, what I would say maybe are kind of silly sales, where they also don't make sense, if you take that out of the equation, this is probably a pretty sound price. And, I mean, at the end of the day, shit, what can you get for $360,000 in, like, the form of a car? What does that get you? Like a Maserati or a couple? I don't know, but it's a lot. Yeah, of it gets you quite the car. Um, yeah, yeah. I think what so I think why I think that's so low is because I think it's been reported that the person who sold it actually had offers upwards of a million dollars at some point. Mm. And I mean, that's maybe those bad. were idle idle threats, but right, could have been. Um, still three hundred sixty thousand. That's that's a that's a landmark like deal for retro games right that's like true. that's a that's a big deal this is it's if this is the only prototype and it's been like on the circuit like the retro game circuit for a number of years now right uh where they people could come in they could check it out they could test it whatever um but this has always been sort of like the holy grail and the people who owned it they were they were always just um yeah you know we'll bring it out to the conference whatever put us up and and we'll show it um, but they never had any interest in selling it. And I think they finally just said, yeah, fine. And they, yeah. I wonder if they were, they thought they'd get more money, but I think I you're mean, right. That's a good point. $360,000 is still really nice. It's still really nice, but I'm with you. I think that they maybe were too late. You know, I think that when this thing first came out, it was honestly just more news savvy, right? Like this mm-hmm. thing that people had only seen, like there were no photos of it. <laughs> they were just like, at least as far as I knew, they were just kind of like uh product sketches you know like the kind of shit you'd see in a technical manual sure of what it looked like and then all of a sudden it was like holy shit this thing exists if he would have been smart and probably parted ways with it right then i'm sure he probably could have got more money because it was just hot topic at the times and people's minds was exciting still you're right he kind of took it on its world tour everybody got to see it and maybe that kind of killed some of the the excitement on it who knows right it may have just gotten the same amount of money uh, three or four years ago if he'd have done it right quick, but I don't know. Yeah, it was a really this. It went from like this super insane, amazing thing that no one thought existed to this being this really cool thing. And I don't know, being really cool isn't worth as much as the super insane thing that people didn't think existed. So maybe it would have got close to that million that he had been offered back in the day had he moved then. Who knows? Yeah. But 
Maybe. Um, Maybe. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of freaking money. So we'll see. I mean, I don't even know if that guy's a collector. I mean, it's the dude who, what, the Oculus guy? Is that who bought it? Oh, I didn't know that. That Palmer Lucky's who bought it? Yeah. Oh, Christ. Cool. <clears throat> this guy sucks. <laughs> Yeah, such a uh, dick bag. Speaking of sucking, uh, I do want to bring this up uh, about the Twitch streamer who <laughs> is uh, went ahead and fired a gun <laughs> live on Twitch. I live on a stream. <laughs> this is one of the funniest things I've seen in a while, dude. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing this video right now. Oh my do god! It. Have you seen it yet? Yes, but it just every single time. It's just like look it's like this. <laughs> oh shit. This is some dude. mall ninja shit. Oh, desk pop. <sighs> so oh, for those God. not those out there in the real world, so you got this guy named Carl. He's a Call of Duty player, of course. And uh he's just drunk, chugging down some Coors Light as he's streaming late at night. I don't know what day of the week it was. It's probably a Tuesday because that's when you do silly shit, I suppose. But He's got a fucking loaded gun. And uh, as this article reads here from uh, PCGamer.com, uh, his name's Carl Reimer. Or Reimer. Uh, Reimer's troubles began when he picked up a gun and challenged an unknown individual to, quote, say I ain't got money, end quote, <laughs> while simultaneously racking the slide twice. And then, apparently believing the gun to be unloaded, he pulls the trigger and murders the hell out of a can of G Fuel. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know, like that whole, that paragraph should just sum up what Twitch is. Like that, from start to end, that is what Twitch is now. You're shooting, you got, it fucking has G Fuel in it. It has a fucking loaded gun. It has a white guy, which I guess you don't know his wife from the paragraph, but a white guy saying out loud, say I ain't got money. And he's got a loaded fucking Glock that he slides, he racks the slide twice. I, I yeah. don't know, dude. Why are you Such. flexing? Such a weird thing to do. Like that's dude's just that... flexing on Twitch. In the ah. background, though, he's got a punching bag and some workout equipment, so you know exactly, exactly. Oh my god, dude! dude. But the look I on his this... face when he shoots a hole in his desk and he's like, "Oh, whoops!" And of course, you know, he posted on Twitter with the caption in capital letters, "Holy fucking shit!" That's cool. I'm glad to see you're really taking this seriously. Oh my god! Oh, I hope well. this dude never can stream again. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I guess, uh, I don't know. He was in, that's how this whole, some of these hot things like Call of Duty work, right? Is that you get on these teams of streamers and stuff. So he was eliminated or he's kicked out permanently banned from that. Team yeah, they've got, and, they've got teams now for uh, these, like, like the TSM and the whatever, you know, they've got teams. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm glad that uh, somebody uh, was able to kind of catch it and showed up on here and. I don't know. I was dying laughing. As soon as I read it, I just thought a fucking microcosm right there. Like that is this idiot stuff. Beautiful. Dude, that's... Idiot stuff. Ugh. I'm glad we can find some humor in it because it's pretty <sighs> freaking stupid, honestly. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it's totally stupid. But welcome to Twitch. All right. Let's uh, we've got some like a lot more we could talk about. But I want to talk um, we're about 10 minutes left. Right. So I want yeah. you to first of all. I want you to tell us about this new pickup you've got. You've got a, a new console. I do, man. So this is fucking crazy. Um, longtime listener of the podcast out there, Joel Swain, um, friend of mine here in Des Moines. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, out of nowhere, I hear from my uh, my brother-in-law, Kent, who's uh, good friends with him, that, hey, just letting you know, uh, Joel's left a, he dropped a PS4 off at my place. He said that uh, he's giving that to you. And I was like, like a fucking that's cool a fucking ps4 that's not nothing at all and i was like why he's like well he said it's to so you'll work on his his uh snes mini and you'll mod it like you've modded yours and other people and i was like well that ain't fucking that's not an even trade (laughs) i can do that i can do that for nothing like the uh, ps4 is worth some money and it came with some games a couple controllers and so i just felt really i mean maybe felt bad's not the word but i was just like jesus that's like a really big gift so i really kind of wanted to pull out all the stops and make sure hey i want to give them the best options i can on this uh snes mini sure and uh and kind of told them like hey dude i'll change the games out 
like whenever you want if you're kind of like hey i want to get you know it's like i told you you got like a lifetime subscription for giving me a ps4 like if you're all of a sudden like hey can we put some different games on it drop it off my house we'll just do it uh not a big deal at all so in order to kind of give him some tool that would allow him to determine what games he wanted on it because one of the great things about modding uh, these classic mini consoles is that you're not just limited to the console it's it's designed as meaning mm -hmm. you don't just have super nintendo on an snes mini or because now you're playing with power uh, yeah you're playing with superpower and like yeah exactly so um i sent him a list of all of my like atari 2600 games up through basically like nintendo 64 including some handhelds in there too like game boy game boy color game gear tiger and, uh, I didn't actually put the uh, um, the Tiger handhelds in there, which is a relief. I fucking hate those things. Um, but so I sent him this file. I put a lot of work into the file to the point that it kind of bordered on hilarity. So I just sent you the file earlier before this podcast started. Right. Your email. Okay. I'll yes. Have you I have to open it up. I can open it up now. Yes, please. Okay. I'm very excited. Let me get to my email. <laughs> so the the big general purpose, right? Uh, as you're opening it up, is that the SNES Mini only has about 250 megs of space on it. And um, I have like about 10,000 ROMs that I sure. were on those systems. So I wanted to narrow it down to about 1,000. Now, you can't fit all 1,000 on there. <laughs> I know. It's, it's silly to say out loud. You can't fit all 1,000 No, I'm laughing at this there. way this is set up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Isn't that silly? So okay. I, I broke down all the games. Not all of them, but I found some games that I would call like easy choice where those are just great games. Everybody knows about them. They're solid. You got to get them. Sure. Okay. And then you got medium good or whatever it's called where it's just like, <laughs> Hey, these are good. You should play it. Maybe you hadn't heard of it. Maybe you had. <laughs> and then you got ones that are like weird, but to yeah. go and to go. Okay. So hang on, it, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on, hang on. So you wanted my reaction when I opened this, right? Yeah. So first of all, this is a very good looking spreadsheet. Thanks, buddy. It's got color coding. It's a very nice job. Something I would consider somebody who's in, uh, you're into crunching numbers now, right? Is that yeah, what I'm you're- Yeah, I'm a data reports you're analytics data reporter, guy now. Right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Welcome to the world. <laughs> What's got me <laughs> is you've got options for a quick add, quick remove, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> The and these are real options underneath these this uh, header. Yeah, you, you've got, are you able to click the buttons, or you got to enable macros on it for it to work. Do I have to open Google Sheets? Okay, hang on. No, it ain't Google Sheets. It ain't gonna work. It's gotta be Excel. Oh well, hang on. All right, bro, hang on. Let me download this then. Hang on. You got it. Okay, I'm, I'll officially download this, and then let's open it. Okay, here we go. It's opening in Excel. Oh my God. Okay, this is a game changer. Even. No, why'd you close? Hey, God, I got to do this again. Everybody wait on the podcast while Rich opens up a spreadsheet. Yeah, I accept, dude. Oh, dude, my God. Dude. Yeah, isn't that some silly fucking spreadsheet tool right there? Oh, my God. So, like, I can click on this. Yeah. And it will and... start to stack up how much each size is. That is hilarious. Right. And so, now that's just like the pre, like those are just to group them. Like you can still obviously go into each individual game and slap a Y in whatever column it is. And then that will start to add them. Or if you wanted to add all of the weird ones Phil said he wanted for like NES, but still go and delete a couple off, you could do that too. It's just the quick add, quick remove are just simply to keep somebody from having to go <laughs> hit the Y key a thousand times. Oh my god. Okay, so how do so how do I actually see what games are now added to my list? Right? They, okay, when you so, go and hit it, they should go green on each tab because you got the tabs for the consoles down below. Right. Okay, so that I click on a tar Okay. Oh my god. So, as far as easy in the easy ad, it's these are all green. Pitfall, yeah. pole position, Smurfs. You're on the what? 2600 page. Yeah. Right. Let's okay. So what's what are the easy ads for NES? Are those just like so? Is easy ad is that like a game that's just like stand? Everybody's it's a game everybody's gonna gonna want right. To play. Like if you're gonna do a top 100, that would make it a new magazine or whatever. It includes those. So no hidden gems. 
just games that are everybody bro. knows to be solid. Bro, get out of here. Yeah. So it's you really made up. this? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Dude, okay. Yeah. I know it's, it's really silly. hard. Okay, so I can't really explain what I'm seeing, other than Phil has essentially created a software program through Excel. <laughs> yeah, basically. You should turn this into an app. Yeah, basically. I don't know what to do with it. It's at this point. I mean, you got, couldn't because you couldn't started, really sell it. It started kind of going, and then it just got hilarious. Where I just started okay, like, so well, the, let's add some macros and let's put a couple pie charts in. Yeah, because if you go and add some different games, then you can flip back to that front screen. It's going to tell you exactly how oh much God. how the space breaks up versus exactly the number of games and how that breaks up. Oh, okay. So I clicked easy on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. NES, Nintendo 64, and Sega Genesis, and now I'm out of space. Yeah, the 64 will break you. Just too big. Whew. Okay, let's take that off. Oh my god, dude, this is great. <laughs> I thought you'd get a so laugh out of it. So sure. if you need a mod, send it to Phil. Yeah, dude, exactly. A... Reach out to me, if listeners out there, if you need a mod. Oh my god, that's... Because it's a dude. great way to at least figure out what you could fit on it. If I'm not the one doing the modding, this would at I'm least tell you so proud what you could do. Hey, thanks, and buddy. your accomplishments. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. A couple years doing this shit, it's nationwide. It's like, oh, wow, now I can bring that those work brains home and do something stupid and useless with them. <laughs> brains. Dude, I love it, man. Awesome. Well, good. That's great. Good. Well, so let's talk about um, your... Your mini mod, your personal mini mod, then. Yes. So, that so what's going on with that? Because last time we talked, out. I think we were having trouble still getting it back. Oh yeah, yep. So I got it back from him though last time. It was just that I couldn't get the. I bought like a 256 gig card for it, and it Jeez. wasn't working. Right. So I was really pissed that I was like, God damn it! Like this was supposed to take care of everything, and it's not working. And the guy was saying, Well, you know, some cards work and some don't, and. I don't know. I was just like, you maybe should fucking tell people that before you have them send you their shit to Milwaukee. Take right. a month and a half to get it back to them, and then it doesn't go. So uh, what I did when he got it back is I had like a 60-gig flash drive little uh, SD card mini around here somewhere for some other purpose. And I thought, well, maybe he's right. Maybe it doesn't work with all cards. And sure enough, I put that one in and formatted it, and it works. So I don't understand why. It didn't work with that large capacity card. They're literally the same technology. I can't remember what the acronym is. It's on the, the front of the the card, but it's sure. the same, like SDHC okay. or something like that, like the high capacity. So, but in any case, at least I'm com- I'm comfortable with the 60 gig. That's going to allow me to have a lot of PS1 games and stuff because I want to get some Ridge Racer on it. And th- that thing is not built to run anything really much more sophisticated beyond that. It actually struggles sure. on a number of N64 games. So. Uh, I, I'm cool with the way it worked out, but I would still say if anybody out there is interested in expanding the amount of space on their drive, don't do what I did. I mean, it looks cool and then it doesn't have this shit hanging out the back of it through the USB power supply <laughs> to plug a USB drive in, which is what the alternative is. Mine's all tucked away inside the case, right. but it was such a nightmare to get in and out of that. And oh my I'm God. sure you could save money and just deal, have less of a headache if you were to just go the, the other route and just have shit hanging out the back of it. That's hilarious. But, All yeah. right, buddy. Well, I'm glad it's working for you. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm glad it's finally worked itself out. So, nope, I need to get mine finally cleaned up. I'm glad that Joel, uh, shout out to Joel out there. For shout the out to Joel gifts. Swain. Yeah, Thank dude, you. Joel's excellent. Um, appreciate it. And so, yeah, nothing else. Joel got me off my ass and finally curating down right this list of like 10,000 games and like a thousand games that I would at least recommend in one way or another. And, uh, uh, so now I got that kind of cool tool out there too, as that's a result. Awesome. So it's been a, it's been a productive couple weeks on that. Good stuff. Love it. Well, that's great, man. All right. What do you say we put a bow on this? Let's do it. Send it. <laughs> Send it. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we still got some things we want to talk about, so maybe we can meet up in, uh, uh, soon. Like, let's, yeah, I think so. We'll keep cracking this way. We got things like on the horizon here. We got final fantasy seven going to be coming out. PS two just turned, uh, it's going to be, turn 20 yeah. years old here in March, now, so lots of good stuff. Yeah, you got a PS4, and you can actually play a Final Fantasy remake. We'll talk about a little more about that. Yeah, next week, so. yeah I'm excited. Right, man. Awesome, man. Well, for the Complete Box Podcast, I'm Rich. That's Phil. Have a good week, bud. Thanks, man. You too. Talk to you later.